0: Your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. We're continuing the conversation today with our guest, Tyler Mount. Uh, He has brought so much value to us over the last two days. He is going to continue today. If you are trying to attract investors uh, and add value to them, you're going to want to listen to every part of today's show. I hope you listened to yesterday's segment where Tyler laid out many important tips for your personal brand and why it's crucial that you have one. We're going to continue the conversation today. Tyler, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Yeah, honored to continue the conversation. I want to keep helping the listeners in a a number of ways with your skill sets, of course. And obviously, uh, again, we're we're trying to attract investors, right? We're trying to add value to them, build that trust. Just like we talked about yesterday, you laid out so many great ideas. I hope the listeners paid attention to. Uh, But I want to dive in a little more, you know, as, as the company, okay, let's say we've built a personal brand, right? We have a number of investors on board. And we want to continue that trust and conversation and and you know adding value to them uh, in some ways that we may do that as a newsletter or webinars or right, things like that. I just wonder your thoughts behind those kinds of pieces of content and continuing that trust and you know relationship.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: when we talk about
1: any level of content that is consistent in nature, whether that's you know a free value add, like a webinar or a newsletter, keep in mind we first have to understand the purpose behind these things so let's take newsletter for an example are we ever really going to convert someone who's reading the newsletter to sale it's very unlikely right we have to have realistic expectations that's not the purpose of the newsletter sure it needs to be value add but the point of the newsletter is to remain top of mind with consumers okay so We know that on average, okay, the investment cycle is a little shorter, but in the United States, people are transacting every 13 years in real estate, okay? So the perfect example here is every single person I'm reaching out to on my newsletter, whether I'm on the investment side, the commercial side, or the resi side. The majority of them aren't ready to transact. However, you have to remind them every month that you are ready, willing, and able to transact when they're ready. Keep in mind, this is a great source of referral traffic. Why? Because even if I'm not ready to transact, maybe my mother-in-law's downsizing. OK, and that will allow us to have a different conversation. Maybe my father has now retired and is looking to invest in real estate. Those levels of, of understanding is what's really, really important here. So if we set our, our sights on just remaining top of mind, focusing on that open rate of the newsletter, you know, sitting above 22 percent, we say that's the industry average here in real estate, specifically on the on the investment side. We're doing our part. From there, we need to make sure within the newsletter, there's value-added content. The first thing I will always see with my new clients is everything being real estate focused, right? Let's talk about the interest rates. Let's talk about my listings. Let's talk about why I need investment. Let's talk about the importance of investment, 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 investment. And what Issues does that cause, right? Well, it's simple. I'm not in the market today, which means your newsletter gives me no value. Instead of focusing on a personally minded newsletter, because let's be clear, we will never avoid or completely be able to forget that you know you're you're um working in real estate, right? It's um synonymous with you. You don't need to remind me you're doing that in order for me to be, you know, privy or remember. So what I would say here is. Starting the newsletter personally, frankly, you're going to get a lot more investors by talking about your trip to Disney World with your family than you are talking about interest rates. Why? Because that person reading on the other side just took their children to Disney World and had a terrible experience. Now we have a common denominator where we can build a relationship. That is what moves commerce forward, not telling you about a subject. Okay. So that's newsletter. That's number one. Number two is in the same vein, like, you know, the traditional webinar route right? I teach webinars for free, just like I know many uh, of the listeners do as well. And the reason I do that is to convert, right? I do that so I can build a relationship with the person. I don't expect anything from the webinar, but at the same time, I know that if I get someone in front of me and they get to talk to me and interact with me and they realize like, oh, I'd actually like to work with this person, that is how we convert. So those two tactics are really, really, really important. As long as we approach them from a relationship-based personal level, which I find the majority of my clients are are avoiding.
0: So much good content right there. What, what other forums, you know, have you seen work or, or do you use or recommend using, you know, like newsletters, webinars, those things to continue uh, the relationship?
1: Well, look, Whitney, I, not to be dramatic, I'm about to change your life. I'm about to change the the lives of your viewers. Okay. I have done many podcasts in my career. I've been on TV many times, but I've never shared this publicly in this forum. I'm going to walk you through what i have found to be the biggest business hack and game changer in the realm of digital marketing in my career okay i figured this out probably 90 days ago 120 days ago and when i tell you that my business has been revolutionized because of it it's not uh, it's an understatement okay so what i'm about to explain is how i lead generate and build relationships with cold leads via via linkedin Okay, This is the brainchild of a very, very um, affluent marketer and recruiter named Jeff Martin, who worked for Gary Vee for a long time as Ryan Serhant's private um, recruiter, and my personal publicist, um, Justin Goldstein out of New York City. And, and what we did together was build an automated system that connects me with the right people who need to be in my inbox and builds relationships with them. And I'm going to break it down to you really, really simple. Okay. This is the LinkedIn life. This is the LinkedIn life hack, okay? Number 1, I want all of your listeners to add 20, no more, no less, 20 new connections on LinkedIn a day. Now, I want you to be strategic here. Who is your built-in consumer? For me, I work exclusively with business owners and real estate agents, investors, okay? And so those are the people I'm going to target. Okay? So, I'm adding 20 new connections a day. Now, keep in mind why I do this. LinkedIn is unique. The culture is such that you accept almost every one of the connections you get. Is that the case on Facebook or Instagram? No. Here on LinkedIn, it's almost expected. So if I'm sending out 20 a day, I'm probably getting 15 accepted requests from strangers I've never met. Then the second step, Okay. An additional step is I reach out to every single person who accepts my request and I write something very simple that's like, hey, glad to see that we're connected. Would love to find out more about your business. Schedule some time with me here. I throw in a calendly link, which automates the process. Okay. Now, what's important to remember is the third and final portion. Okay. I connect with all of these people for a day, 15 minutes each, an hour of my day. And when I get on these calls with people, I do not talk about myself. I do not talk about business. I do not talk about sales, okay? I ask them about their business. They ask what I do. I'm polite. I answer in 10 seconds or less and I deflect back to them. And then I ask them one major question, and it's this. At the end of the day, what is something that I can do for your business, no catch, completely free, that might help you? And you will see people stare at you as if you're speaking in a foreign language. And they'll eventually answer. And as long as it's possible, I will follow up on that promise, right? I had an agency owner meet with me two weeks ago, said, oh, do you know a corporate lawyer? I need all of like my SOWs and MSAs and all of these contracts drawn up. And I said, look, don't, uh, yes, of course I have a business lawyer, but let me just send you my, my templates, right? I paid 50 grand for them, but there's no need for you to, right? He's already sent me three clients. And it's because I show up to build a relationship. Now, the final step here, After adding 20 people a day, after reaching out to them, after talking to them about their business and how you can help them for free without wanting anything in return, is you have to be an active member of the LinkedIn community. Meaning, you will note that I religiously post on LinkedIn three times a week. Why? Because when people see my friend requests come in, they're going to hit my page and get to know me before they decide if they schedule a call. So if you do those four things adding 20 people a day, messaging them, speaking to them and building a relationship without wanting anything in return and giving, this is what changes your life. And then the gold standard, the pro tip, if you don't already have an account, sign up for uh, an AI-based um, platform called Dripify, dot io. Okay. Dripify does everything I just told you and automate it's automates it for $50 a month, right? So right now, I have all of my leads from a search on LinkedIn, populating every single day, 20 a day, automatically sending out those messages, all automatically hitting my calendar and allowing me to focus on meeting the client versus doing the cold outreach. That has doubled my business in 90 days. And it's doubled the business of my clients
0: who have implemented it. silence <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> no, it's great. I love that. I love the automation. I love the consistency that that allows you to have, right? I mean, it's the everyday 20 leads uh, and following up and having them automatically scheduled like that. That's incredible. Uh, and especially through an AI tool that helps automate, right? All of that for you. Because uh, one of my questions are going to be, how do you get the 20? How do you, how are you narrowing that down? But it sounds like this AI tool is doing that for you. Is that correct?
1: right? So you go into LinkedIn and I say, okay, I want to target real estate agents in Austin, right? Um, I pull the URL from the top of that search bar, you throw it into Dripify, it will pull all 10,000 of those leads, and it will drip to them 20 a day over the course of days, weeks, months, years until that's complete. You can run multiple campaigns at once. So, you know, as we speak, I'm targeting clients in Austin, Miami, New York, Chicago, LA, Beverly Hills, right? And that's how I, how I focus on my cold outbound. And even if I only have a 5% success rate, that's, you know, one to two meetings a day that I've done very limited work in order to get.
0: Yeah, no, that's incredible. Uh, the, I, man, appreciate you sharing that. That's a- yeah, of course- that's a, a major tip there that man, uh, I can see how that could just uh, that could add up so fast. Uh, and I was even thinking about how to scale that like if, if n- numerous people on our team were doing the same thing.
1: Absolutely. Right. Right. We want to be careful though. Right. So, you know, I say 20, no more, no less. We, you have the ability to do like a hundred a day. Right. But then we run the risk of LinkedIn catching on. Okay. And we don't want that. So limiting it in a very safe zone and, and the platform does this for you. Right. It's like, this is a very safe cadence because we don't want an account being flagged or anything like that. So for my clients who work on teams, I had this conversation today with a, a brokerage. Right, not only should you be doing it, broker owner. Not only you should be, should you, you should be doing it, commercial broker. It really is about everyone on your team doing it. That's how you magnify and multiply this in a very, very safe um, and regulated manner.
0: Yeah. Wow. Now that's incredible. Um, what about uh, the follow up after the call?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So after the follow-up, I have a very, very soft pitch. Okay. I get on the call and you know, in my message to them, I write no agenda, no sales, just just networking. And in order for them to trust you. Um, you have to follow up on your word. If I got on and tried to pitch them something, they don't trust you. Why? Because you said one thing and you're delivering the other. So at the end of the call, I take copious notes and then I deliver whatever it is they needed. Maybe it's me auditing their Instagram account. Maybe it's giving them ideas like I just gave you for LinkedIn. Okay. From there, I'll deliver that. And I'll be like, um, you know, by the way, if you're ever looking to, to work with a, you know a strategist let me know. Or if you're looking to update that website, let me know. Or if we're not the right vendor for you, I'm happy to point you in, a, in, in the right direction, right? Doing something like that really soft. Um, out of the calls that I book, um, I convert about 30 to 40% of them. It's a significant amount um, for having 15 minutes of FaceTime with the person. Um, and that's why it's been very, very, you know, um, lucrative in terms of ROI for us.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, Any uh, chance of asking for referrals or do you ask for referrals? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, the majority of my business, like a lot of my clients is based in referrals. I'd say 60% of my business is based in referrals. That's why having a positive client interface and client and customer service is key. You know, obviously, I I couldn't sit here and say every single one of my clients has been happy the entire time. You know, like there's, there's no world in which that exists. However, I'm solution oriented and I always make it right. Okay. And that's, what's really, really key. So ultimately things happen in business. The majority, the overwhelming majority, dare I say 99% of my clients are always thrilled and happy. You will always have the 1%. And even though you think, On paper, you don't need that 1% to continue your business. That 1% over the course of 10 years multiplies to 10%, 20%, 30%. And that's why every single one of your clients should be treated as if they're your best client and your most expensive client, because ultimately that ripple effect could do just that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No, that, that's a great advice as well. Uh, you know, earlier in yesterday's segment, uh, changing gears just a little bit, you mentioned the process of marketing efforts. Could you elaborate on, on what that means? Uh, or, or maybe and maybe we're talking about numerous different types of content that could be sent out or or about what what does that mean exactly? Yeah. So
1: whenever I talk about the process of marketing, I really try to set this up in tiers. Okay. The first thing we always have to establish is your visual identity. This is where I start with every client. Okay. If I have a brand which you do, whether you like it or not. Okay. Because I'm going to talk about your personal brand. Okay. I don't care about the company. I care about the personal brand. Your personal brand has to have a look and feel. Does it look um, stylish and elevated and modern like Uber or Apple? Is it more of a refined, elevated, let's say um, legacy brand like Rolex or Cartier or Ralph Lauren? Okay. Because those two brands have very different feelings and consumers instantly pick up on a perception, keyword perception, of what that means about your company. This also defines what all of the other marketing assets you're going to create from business cards and newsletters to mailers to your social posts, okay, what they're going to look like. We can do nothing in marketing without first visual identity. That's logo, um, your iconography, your typeface, all of those things. Okay, That's where we start with my clients on the agency side. From there, we go to website. That's the second part of the process. Why? Because I have to have the epicenter. I know what it's going to look like because I I already have your visual identity but then my team built out that epic website to tell that narrative in a first class way from there we have the very limited foundation right now I'm still not thrilled by this ecosystem so we have to continue to expand it consistently the two forms of content that we can post regularly is both the newsletter which we talked about remaining top of mind with consumers monthly again matching and adhering to that visual identity okay Tiffany's is always Tiffany's blue they don't do orange one month okay I find that a lot of clients of mine are very mismatched in their branding, yet they act like they're a luxury brand, right? Mm. Cartier, Gucci, Tiffany's, Apple, they all are consistent in their branding. There's no question on what color the Tiffany's catalog is going to be this season, okay? Then from there, we have to start talking through social, okay? This is the best way next to newsletter for us to remain top of mind, okay? Consistently posting at least three to five times on these platforms is necessary. Why? Because we have to constantly remind consumers that we're ready and able to transact with value-added content. Now, let me be clear what I mean by value-added. It doesn't have to necessarily be educational or informative. Comedy. Is value add. Why? Because it provides something to a consumer. Okay. From there, we actually talk about the other intricacies. We talk about the systematic processes that power your business. If you have tons of leads, but you don't have a CRM, you're screwed, right? If you have tons of leads and you don't have an email client that integrates directly with your CRM, we're sunk, right? Are we using performance marketing? Are we using paid social? If so, where do those leads funnel through? Okay. We have to ensure that. The marketing system that we have in place that is hopefully producing leads for you while you sleep actually has a place to store those leads and keep them, right? So I always make my clients draw out a map in terms of every lead source and how it gets funneled. You would be surprised how many people are like, okay, well, here's my newsletter CRM. And then in brevity, I have this CRM. And then in follow-up boss, this is where I track my investment clients. And I go, there is no physical way that you haven't accidentally dropped leads through this process. We need one centralized unit. And then the final thing we always talk about is evolving and elevating, right? We have to future-proof our business. Um, You know, I've worked with clients who still have their assistant print their emails, right? That person isn't going to have a job. Why? Because we constantly have to innovate and elevate you know, let's say three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, when this new thing called TikTok was coming out, everyone was resistant, right? Myself included. And what I started to learn is the next generation that keeps your business in business requires you to innovate. So the final part of our job together is really to figure out what is that next trend that we can be there from the ground floor. Wouldn't you love to know what you know about Instagram today, 10 years ago? You probably would have treated your strategy much differently. And focusing on that level of content and and content strategy is key.
0: Nice. Tyler, you mentioned CRMs before we move to a few final questions. I get questions all the time about what CRM are you all using? What should we be using? What recommendations do you have there?
1: You know, I have worked with clients who have used probably every major provider. And this might not be the answer you're looking for, but I say the same thing about any system or any process. The best CRM is the one you'll actually use. I don't care what it is. If you're tracking things in an Excel spreadsheet... I think you're being really inefficient, but if that's what you do and you actually utilize it and you keep all of your contacts in order through that and it doesn't cause you grief, then so be it. You know, I'll say the majority of my clients are either on Chime, follow-up boss, um, a sales force, proprietary entity. Um, But again, it really doesn't matter. They do very similar things. I understand there are different value props, but again, I don't care what CRM you're using as long as you're using it and it works for you.
0: What's the biggest challenge in your business right now? Oh, the
1: biggest challenge is getting people in front of the camera. Easy, hands down, right? Everyone wants to be a faceless entity, but again, that's not how you get investors. That's not how you sell real estate. Um, Because again, uh, I always say, People want to shop with a friend they don't want to be sold to. So if I don't know who I'm shopping with, I'm never going to shop with you. And that's what's really, really important. It makes people uncomfortable, especially if you don't have experience here, especially because you're like, I feel stupid and and people are going to make fun of me. But the reality is the attention span on social is less than one second per post. No one is thinking about you five seconds later, certainly when they go to bed at night, right? Instead, what I want you to focus on is being comfortable in the discomfort, getting in front of the camera and producing that content so that people can know who you are, it will humanize you, and then you can eventually convert those relationships to a client and to money.
0: Any clients that are opposed to, say, putting their family on social or wanting to be more private, and how do they still do that?
1: Yeah, so, you know, they're... I'm, I certainly am notorious for pushing people beyond their comfort zone, right? That's what I do. And that's what I built a career doing. There are certain lines I won't cross. Okay. I don't cross political lines. I don't cross religious lines and I don't cross familial values lines, specifically meaning I have a lot of parents in my roster who are like, I'm not going to take photos of my children. Great. I'll never argue with that. Okay. I I, I would say that you Probably have a better chance of humanizing yourself by doing that, but it's not required. Okay. If you don't have a problem with that, and I understand why some age, I mean, some clients, some agents, some investors do. I'm not here to judge that. Then what we do is we come up with another plan on how we can talk about being a parent without seeing the children. You know, I've worked with many celebrity clients. We'll put Mm -hmm. a little emoji over their face. We'll just show them running away from the camera, right, to ensure that they have privacy. But at the end of the day, if you are an independent contractor, if you are a business owner, you have taken on the responsibility, whether you like it or not, to not have privacy, or at least as much privacy as a nine to five worker in corporate America, right? You are your brand. And if you don't want to be the face of your brand, you shouldn't have one.
0: All right. A few final questions quickly. Uh, Most important metrics that you track, Tyler, could be personally or professionally.
1: Absolutely. First thing is engagement. Okay. Um, Everyone's like, I want more followers. I want more leads, right? But the best indicator of, of success in business is engagement. Specifically, out of your followers, how many people are liking, sharing, or commenting, right? That engagement rate should be on average about 10%. If we're talking about a personal account, if we're talking about a corporate entity, we see that closer to one and a half percent. So if you're doing the math, if you have a thousand followers, you probably should be getting about a hundred likes per post, assuming those are real followers and you didn't purchase them. Okay, that's number one. We want an engagement rate somewhere around 10 percent. From there, I would say the next byproduct is. Outside of engagement is impression count, okay? How many people are actually seeing that content? It obviously is inversely related, though, obviously. If I have more impressions, I am probably going to have more engagement. If that's not the case, you need to think about why people aren't engaging with your content and, and reroute
0: accordingly. Some daily habits you are disciplined about that produce the highest return for you.
1: Absolutely. I am wildly disciplined with a few things in my life. Some things I'm not so disciplined with. I'm at the gym every single day. It's my time that I can answer emails, but also have time for myself. Even my busiest days, I never cancel the gym. Number two, my to-do list. I am neurotic when it comes to my to-do list. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I know what my next meeting is. I know how much time I have with you here. Any ideas I get during the day, it goes on the to-do list. It mitigates any overwhelm for me because I don't have to remember it. It's there and I'll get to it. Um, And then most importantly, I time block religiously. I'm booked through, you know, I have meetings in March, right? And ultimately, that really sets me up for success because I'm able to plan ahead and really ensure that I'm reducing overwhelm and have some control over my day.
0: Number one thing that's contributed to your success? Other people
1: right? I I would be completely lying if I said that I did this alone. Yes, I uh, have experience. Yes, I have an expertise. Yes, I believe I'm talented. But I'm sitting here today on the shoulders of many people who took a leap for me. You know, um, uh, every single job I've gotten has been yes, because I deserved it. Yes, I was qualified but because someone made a call for me, right? Um, Because someone trusted me, you know, Spencer Raskoff, founder of Zillow, you know, one of my clients, uh, I, I messaged him on Instagram. He could have gone with any human being on earth based on who he is, um, and his financial resources. Yet there was something about him trusting me that again, catapulted my career. I, I could name many clients who took a chance on me and for them, I, I'm very, very grateful. But the answer is always relationships and always other people.
0: How do you like to give back?
1: Um, I give back every single day by giving four pro bono meetings, okay? I truly believe, I say this all the time, that me lighting your candle doesn't extinguish my own. I believe that truthfully. Do some of those pro bono meetings convert? Yes. If none of them converted, would I still do it? Yes, right? Because if I can spend 15 minutes with an entrepreneur and they go on to create the next Tesla, that 15 minutes for me, even though I'll see zero dollars, is time well spent. Because if me and my expertise and 15 minutes can change the trajectory of the course of someone else's life. I will always, always, always be willing to do it,
0: Tyler. Amazing couple segments here. Grateful for your time and how you've given back to us over. You know these two segments. I hope the listeners will go back to yesterday's episode as well. We went through newsletters, webinars, the the biggest hack that he's found recently and how he shared that. I love your transparency and willing to help us uh, as well in that way and giving that away. Uh, And just the process of the marketing efforts and thinking through those things. Tyler, thank you again. Uh, And uh, how can the listeners again, get in touch with you and get their 15 minute call? Yeah, absolutely.
1: I am just passing out 15-minute calls like Oprah passing out cars. Um, You can visit me at tylergmount.com. Our agency's website is henrystreetcreative.com. And of course, I'm on all social platforms at tylergmount. Would obviously love to chat with you about your business. No obligation, no catch, just some relationship building and any uh, advice you need, I am here.